Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! Leon Drysaddle, right circle! No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action! This is NHL Overtime! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Drysaddle. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah. Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Scott is back in the 630 Chet Studios. We're all on uh, remote uh, work sites right now, which uh, in my case means I'm working at the Palatial Stauffer Estate in the city south side, the same uh, house I, I had when I was making about 40k a year. Uh, anyhow, uh, Mr. Escott, uh, there is a reason we opened up with John Lennon and Imagine, so uh, why don't you uh, educate our listeners on the significance of this date in his life. Yeah, back in 1969, he got married to the co-writer of that song. That was Yoko Ono. Well, there you go. We try to find a way every day to uh, tell a little bit of story. Of course, uh, 
a lot of the story right now and the only uh, really number one story in the world obviously goes without saying is the ongoing uh, sag around COVID-19 and coronavirus. Uh, Alberta, after uh, yesterday's update, now up to 146 cases. We had our first death in the province yesterday. Over 17,000 tests have been done in the province of Alberta. 266,000 uh, people on the planet uh, updated numbers uh, currently have COVID-19 with seven countries now over 10,000 uh, 10, cases China, Italy, Spain, Iran, Germany, the United States now up to 16,000 and France at 11. This is uh, Oilers now uh, 630 Chad, the play-by-play -play voice of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Eskimos will have ongoing coverage of the coronavirus and COVID-19 throughout the course of the day including on the half hour with Eileen Bell uh, during the course of this show. Coming up on today's show, uh, we're going to get to something that Brian Burke said on yesterday's edition of Oilers Now. Oilers Now, by the way, is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Hugh Porter uh, just wanted everybody out there to stay safe. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Uh, we'll get into our Oilers now. Audio Vault, we'll hear a clip from Brian, Brian Burke. Uh, an interesting one, to say the least, about how the NHL could theoretically uh, deal uh, with the cap situation moving forward. Because if we don't end up get back to playing here at some point in the next two to three months, and the next time we see NHL players on the ice is in September for preseason, uh, the HRR in the league, which is split 50-50 between the players and the teams, uh, players and management is going to, and ownership is going to take a significant hit, and we may have to go down the route of compliance piles. So we'll hit on that uh, when we get into our Oilers now audio vault for direct work. Where we got lots of great guests on today's show: Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for the River Creek Resort Casino. Mark Spector will drop by, uh, and uh, tomorrow uh, it's actually tonight, I believe, uh, at from seven to eight on Reed Wilkins Inside Sports. We're going to replay a large portion of what was the most exciting hockey game played this season, I believe, between the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames. My play-by-play -play partner, Jack Michaels, will uh, make an appearance on today's show as well at about 1.35. You can uh, reach us at any time on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Enjoy the new smoke-friendly expansion. Embers, the River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement bet on it when the River Cree gets back up and running. And again, uh, the River Cree just wants to extend the same courtesy out there. Stay safe. Uh, you know, social distancing is important at this time. Wash your hands. And Ashley Fine Floors, text line 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your pregame warm-up. Again, today's top story brought to you by Grey Rock Exteriors. Mother Nature wreaks havoc on your home. Book your free no-obligation inspection today. Visit grayrockexteriors.ca. Uh Everything's sort of on hold because of COVID-19 and coronavirus and how basic jurisdictions are going out there attempting to deal with that. And uh, the situation simply is what it is, is uh, North America attempts to flatten the curve on coronavirus. I am starting to hear some interesting different perspectives on if we do somehow get back up and running, what might take place. So we'll get into that after... 
We go into the Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings at Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. And we will start, we're talking about the business of hockey. And just so you all know, right now, the way it works, we have a 50-50 split uh, between the players and uh, their respective team-slash-ownership groups on hockey-related revenue. We're going to take a hip uh, hit here. There's no question about that uh, because, you know, the, the end of the regular season, we're basically, what, four-fifths of the way through the regular season. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen in terms of the playoffs. Will there even be Stanley Cup playoffs? And I do believe that there is certainly a willingness uh, on the part of uh, Gary Bettman and the league to find somehow some way to have a Stanley Cup champion this year. How late you run that into, that's going to be part of the ongoing discussions with every guest we have on the show. But here is Brian Burke because he brought up something we hadn't heard a lot of in terms of how they might rectify the cap moving forward. So first off, we have to determine what the losses are. Does insurance cover these losses? In some places I'm told it will, some places I'm told it won't. So what is the total loss? Again, we got an 85% of the regular season. So we got to figure out what that wage gap is. And then there's ways to figure out moving forward how to deal with it. I've heard discussions about compliance buyouts to let teams get to this new cap to solve some of their problems, which they gave in the last CBA. Each team got two cap compliance buyouts, which were exempt from the cap. I've heard talk of that. My response to that is, okay, if that's what's going to happen, I want a, I want an extension. I want to know there's not going to be a, a, a work stoppage in the next eight to ten years. I want to see if they're going to do this, join arms and sing Kumbaya, which is great. I want an extension. I don't want to know that I'm going to come back, watch my beloved Oilers, and then have a work stoppage in 18 months. Well, some pretty interesting things uh, in there. First of all, again, because of how HRR works, um, you know, the the players are going to take a hit here too. Now, the players are, are being paid. Uh, for the final two pure, uh, pay periods of the league, even while there's no regular season games going on. Then they don't get paid after the regular season's over, uh, which is sort of the ironic part of how salary structure works in the National Hockey League. Obviously, there's a bonus structure put in place for success of the playoffs for the playoff teams. Um, but because the projections are going to come significantly under what people originally envisioned, there's a significant amount that's going to be held back escrow, which the players despise. So here we are sitting basically with an $81.5 million salary cap. If 20 to 25% of the business gets wiped out, that means that the the players are going to be given back a lot more than uh, what they originally envisioned. and things can get tricky moving forward. Is it even feasible that we'd be able to play to an $81.5 million cap next year? Well, maybe we could get there, but that doesn't mean that there's a lot of new money into the system. And one of the ways that you could end up having new money into the system is if you provided every team the opportunity, if they so desired, to uh, have two uh, compliance buyouts that do not affect your cap moving forward. So in theory, you could eliminate, say, $10 million bucks by buying out a couple players and then turning around and improving your team accordingly by signing new players. Now, generally speaking, my guess is the agents would be all for that because their players in a compliance buyout, if they're over the age of 26, would get two-thirds of their money, and then they could go look to get a new contract elsewhere, obviously at a significantly reduced price. 
it might be a tougher pill for ownership to swallow, frankly, just given the inevitable fact that it's probably going to take, even if we get back playing at some point here, it's going to take some time to uh, build the business up because no one that uh, works in hockey circles is naive to the bigger issue of how the world economy is doing and how you know local economies are doing that directly affect their marketplace and so it's it's going to be a really interesting time to say i mean we have television deals that are up we have radio deals that are up uh, i think there's an appetite for the league to find a way to get back on tv at some point but not at that point theoretically would take place as an example in august which was one of the suggestions out there so i do think it's possible right now that even if we got back to playing we may see a caveat put into the existing deal that would allow for a compliance buyout that would not affect the salary cap for the respective teams i do think that is a possible option moving forward speaking of moving forward and every guest we've had on we've asked brendan over the course of the last uh, week uh, john shannon was 75 25 we'd have a stanley cup champion spec was at 25 75 I think Louis DeBrus said he was at 50-50. Berkey said he was below 25% chance that we'd end up having hockey before, say, September of this year. And it's totally, obviously, uh, in the hands right now of the medical experts out there that want to contain and control this virus. That goes without... Absolutely, everybody recognizes the position that the wonderful sport of hockey is in here, right? You know, frankly, they're at the mercy of bigger and more significant issues out there in society, period. All of that being taken place, even if we were theoretically to get back up and playing, there's a couple other factors that would have to get worked into the mix. Contracts and immigration. So you have expiring contracts, and with players that have expiring contracts, the contracts in the league expire on June the 30th, okay? Uh, for for unrestricted free agents. Most of those players in also have immigration tied to that. So if you're an American player, if you're playing in the States, as a, you know, let's say you're a Swedish player or a Canadian player playing in a U.S. market, you have to get known, what is known as a P1 work visa for sports and entertainment. It's all players, uh, it, and I, you can translate that not just into, you can say performers, because I believe it also is the case for people that are musicians and that sort of thing. But you need a P1. Well, if you have a contract that expires June 30th, how would you extend that? I'm not sure. In Canada, uh, when I go into the States as a broadcaster, I'm, I'm basically, you know, uh, on, it, it, the version of it would be a B1. So, but more specifically, a, a player like Oscar Kleffbaum, who comes out of Sweden, would be on a B1 visitor visa. Now, Oscar's contract extends forward. It's not an issue. But a, a player that comes over that's on a one-year deal as of June uh, 30th, you know, how would immigration work as well? So there's lots of different, there's a labyrinth of things that organizations would have to get through in order to extend the season beyond June 30th. So just say hypothetically, best case scenario, we started up, say, May 15th. That's, and you know, and hope to finish things off by June 30th over a 45-day run. And again, and I threw out the theory, short uh, best of three for five days for um, two wild card spot plans for teams seven through ten in the standings, top through three teams in each division. Uh, top three teams are automatically in, and then you have four best of five rounds. 
That's one way you could get things done by June 30th, but a lot of people would say that would be an incredible long shot at this stage. Lots to get to, lots to discuss. There are no wrong answers at this stage. One of the things that's going to uh, be challenged here is NHL hockey and Rogers and sports. And I mean, they coughed up a huge deal, $5.2 billion over a 12-year run. Jeff Merrick was on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins last night and talked a bit about how NHL hockey and Rogers will look during the pause. Funny you should mention that because I'm kind of living in the uh, in the radio and podcast and last night Instagram live world. We've shut down all live production, all TV production uh, has been shut down. So our facility at CBC, we're not doing anything. So there's no Hockey Central, the, uh, the early edition with Carolyn Cameron. That thing has been shut down. Uh, it's a very, very skeletal, if any staff at all, that goes into that, uh, to that office space at CBC down Front Street in Toronto. So we've shut down uh, all television right now. The one thing we do have going still is radio. And so I'm still doing the Hockey Central radio show, albeit I'm doing it remotely from, uh, from my home office here in, uh, in Stouffville, Ontario, a little bit north of the city of Toronto on a, on a dedicated line. Uh, and our co-hosts are, are working towards either using apps or getting tie lines as well. So we're we're all sort of working towards working away from each other while still trying to do the job. Well, oh yeah, there's nothing really current to talk about, Reed. So it's a let's just say this is a challenging time. This is going to test the chops of of a lot of broadcasters out there. That's Jeff Merrick from NHL Hockey and Rogers, Commissioner of the Alberta Junior Hockey League, Ryan. Uh, Bartoshek was on as well and he spoke about the decision uh, the all of Junior A hockey ended up uh, canceling their season it was a tough one specifically for uh, you know the kids and the players and that sort of thing an organization like Sherwood Park that was having their best year in team history yeah you know earlier in the month um, I was actually in Canmore and then um, got to present a league award and then was talking to their governor and you know being in Canmore it was it was a tourist spot and kind of starting to think about you know potential impacts and you know as we went on later in the week you're kind of thinking through potential options of um, you know the impact of it and you know is there a scenario where you know worst case scenario where we're playing in front of empty rinks and you know, even having conversations with the BCHL commissioner as far as us getting to the Doyle Cup and then kind of thinking through some things there and then ultimately things accelerated pretty quickly and uh, some tough decisions had to be made and then working with Hockey Canada, the reality was that um, we, had to, we had to call the season. So, um, you know, not only is, is the season done, but right now for us it's, it's all hockey-related activities and that includes, you know, camps and, and upcoming hockey schools and things like that. So it has an impact not only on the teams that were, you know, remain, that remained in, in the playoffs, but, but those out of it and, and preparing for next year already. That's AJHL Commissioner Ryan Bartoshik. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Bob Stauffer with you along with Brendan Escott. Back with NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing when we return on Oilers Now. 
This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 1226 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Uh, last night was movie night at the uh, Stoffer household. Actually, I think every night for about the next, well, hopefully we're not talking the next six to eight weeks. But, uh, Brendan, I will tell you, we watched the first Austin Powers movie last night. I had to explain. Uh, the concept of the fembots to my son Hudson uh, during the course of that movie, but uh, nonetheless, it got lots of chuckles. Uh, we're going to go to you right now for NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs where your order is done on time every time Elite Promotional Marketing. I know that uh, Dave Campbell, uh, he has to be happy that Tom Brady is going to be able to uh, continue to eat moving forward with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I was uh, pretty worried about that myself. 43 years old, that's a lot of money to be doling out. Uh, I can tell you that a Another Guy Godowski product inked an entry-level contract today. This time it's, uh, and I'm going to butcher this last name, uh, Nate Soucy, leaving the Penn State Nittany Lions. He's heading to Arizona on a two-year deal. He was a point-per-game player in three of his four Division I seasons. The Canucks doing the same, snatching up Michigan's captain, Will Lockwood. He was their third-rounder in 2016, put up 23 points in 33 games this year. They also got Mark Michaelis out of Minn State Mankato, where he captained the Mavericks last year year or the last two years excuse me um he was third in division one scoring 44 points in 31 games there meanwhile the nhl coaches association launched a mentorship program today seven months earlier than expected because of this covid19 pandemic essentially it's a forum in which nhl coaches can teach coaches in lower professional leagues through uh, international webinars topics ranging from leadership to communication player development opponent scouting etc bob all right. Well, uh, regarding Michaelis, the Edmonton Oilers did have, uh, I, I, I believe, some interest in him. Uh, would have gone in to take a, a look at him. Uh, these are contracts for 2021. Yes, Edmonton's at 50 contracts. Uh, we'll get Elliot Freeman to explain uh, the importance of that because there's three or four key guys that haven't signed yet because the plan was for some of those players to to burn a year this year in their ELC, and that's not an option at this stage with everything being on hold. All right. Uh, again, COVID coronas uh, updates, COVID-19 updates on the half hours here at 630 Chad. Coming up next uh, with a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.